Hey there, on this 12-19-2021, it's EDB, that's Eric Deshaun Barrett, and I believe you connected to this because you're ready for our Sunday meditation, which will begin in just a few moments. I'm going to get us in and, and uh, we'll, uh, we can get our uh, uh, announcements and everything in. It's Christmas this Friday. Okay. It's Saturday. Uh, I said Christmas is Saturday. A Saturday, right. I told you, it's, I, I just can't believe it. It's just gotten right here. Yeah, yeah. It's probably the fact that it's 61 degrees outside and, and, and it feel like West Palm Beach. You just don't... Uh, it's, it's supposed to go down today, I think. Oh, is that right? Uh, yesterday was six, <coughs> 62 in Virginia <coughs> early in the morning, you know, 5 o'clock. Okay. <coughs> Yeah, they said it's supposed to go down to uh, uh, 41. Yeah, back and forth, forth and back. Yes, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, you you probably are aware. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning to you all. Uh-huh. <laughs> there she is. I hear you. I hear you. Uh-huh. I hear that singing boy. Uh-huh. 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 She's up. She's up. Yeah, she's probably aware that uh, Brother J. Jones uh, is resigning at the end of the year. Who, Jones? Uh, Jay Jones from the uh, Delegates, uh, Virginia 89th District. Oh. I believe that's right. I believe you vote for him. Yeah, I think he's 87. No, 89. 89? Okay, okay. I wondered. I didn't hear too much about him doing this last thing, and I wondered about him. So he's Okay. He said his wife, well, his wife is pregnant. And, uh, you know, she's expecting, and so he wants to go home and, and, and really focus on that. And he may have one or two other pieces of business he wants to take care of. I'm, but, uh, you know, at this moment, that's what his his, his goals are. So yeah. there there's going to be a special election here in a minute to replace his seat. So, you know... Uh, this is not the time for the good people to be resigning. Yeah, go ahead. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. There, there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, you know, just like I said, we'll keep you, we'll keep you posted on when the, uh, I believe they have to make a, an announcement as far as caucuses is concerned by Wednesday. So, mm. Uh, we should uh, we should know 
who's going to take the spot here in the uh, in a moment. So, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Keep those fine folks in your prayers and. And everybody's holding on around here, and everybody's doing well around here. We don't have uh, too many uh, crazy announcements to to give. Uh, I guess I'll see you on Wednesday, so we can uh, we can have our, our nice little uh, pretend where all your you're pretty. And garments and everything on Wednesday for Christmas service, and, and uh, we'll enjoy ourselves for Christmas. It's Christmas, another Christmas coming up here in just a few moments. I hope you're excited. Mama Bailey is she? She just wants to get the Saturday because she's been peeking at the tree and see all those presents that they won't let her open. I want to open them. That's exactly right. Uh-huh. I want to open them. I yeah. There's a lot of envelopes under there, you know. Yeah. 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 I know my envelopes that get here by Christmas, so, you know, I'll be all right. Right yeah. on. Yeah, the $2, $3 that, 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 you know, that I get, you know. Uh, thank God for that. Well, you yeah. know, that was two, three dollars is, is is important. It is. Yeah, yeah. Some folks ain't gonna have two dollars, you know. Praise God. Praise Bless We will uh, give you some time uh, to uh, get out your personal requests. Uh, we say good morning to Brother Dennis. He's he's definitely here. I did see him. And, okay. Good morning, and, uh, Brother Dennis. Good morning. Good morning. I'm still asleep, but don't worry. That's okay. I'll, I'll wake up in about 10 minutes. Wake up, wake up. Yeah. I was yeah. watching yeah. sheep last night, so I slept late. Yeah. But she, she's here, and uh, uh, first lady is out on the road doing her thing. So, but she managed to join us as well, and and uh, the rest of the folks are asleep. They they ain't saved today, <laughs> but they, they they'll get here a little bit later. Okay, we'll pray for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll give you some time to uh, to put out your request. Is there anything you would like to publicly say? You know, pray for my family, my friends, my cousin, my dog. You know, okay. your dog might walk up with attitude this morning. You know, pray for my dog. Dogs sleep too. And they got attitudes too. <laughs> <sighs> If you want, if you want to test that theory, talk to mine. That moody little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
Well, good Hawaii. Sunday morning. Oh, yeah, I was about to say the bald-headed preacher's back, so go ahead and let him pray. Oh, good, good. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. Happy to have you back. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We miss you. We miss you all, too. We miss you all, too. Father God, we honor you. We praise you. We just give you glory and honor for this day. We thank you. It was you that woke us up this morning and clothed us in our right mind. And it was you that gave us the activities of our limbs. It's because of you we live, we move, and we have our being. We have a grateful heart knowing that you are our God. And it's in you that we put our trust. Father, we just come this morning to glorify and praise you, Lord, because you are our God. And and we trust you, Lord God, to lead us through this terrible land and to this trying land, to this this place we call earth, Lord, and a temporary dwelling place that you have given us. And Father, we just pray, Lord, that your will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And as we come this Sunday morning to join our faith together, to stand in the gap and to intercede for the matters of this world, or the matters that the things that is closest to our heart, things that you have placed upon our hearts, the things that make us cry, the things that make us frown, the things that make us smile, and even the things that make us laugh. Father, we just come this morning and we pray and we come and we come to you because you said that we can come to you, that we can cast all our cares upon you because you care for us. We come to you because you said you shall supply all of our needs according to our riches and glory. You said we can come to you because you said that you are the Lord thy God that healeth thee. You said that we can come to you because you said you was wounded for our transgressions, you was bruised for our iniquity, and the chastisement of our peace was upon you, and by your stripes we are healed. We come to you this morning because you declare that you are our shepherd and we shall not want you. We come to you because you said that you are going to prepare a place for us and and you are coming back to receive us unto yourself. We come to you this morning, Lord God, for you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son that who shall believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We come to you this morning because we can. We, Lord God, our cups are full and we come Lord God empty them out of your feet Lord God that you may pour back into us what we need as we travel this this place called earth and Lord God as we come this morning we thank you for health we thank you for life we thank you for strength Lord God we thank you for the activities of our limbs and Father we ask you right now to touch us now from the crown of our heads to the sole of our feet and Lord God we stand in the gap for anyone that's dealing with any kind of pain dealing with any the kind of this disease or sickness or any ailment in their body, Father. We come and we pray for them right now. Lord God, we pray that you would touch them from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet. We pray, Lord God, that you will renew them, Lord God. They shall walk and not be weary. They shall run and not faint. They shall walk, Lord. They shall mount up on the wings as an eagle. And Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for touching right now, making joints easier to move, Lord God, making pressures regular and making instant levels come up to level where they need to be, Lord. 
We thank you for kidneys and hearts, with livers and lungs, operating the perfection that you created them to function, Lord. We thank you for every vein, every nerve in our bodies, operating where you, how you created them to function, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for that. We thank you, Lord God, for new reports that we will receive from doctors and specialists and said what was once there causing pain and causing trouble is not there anymore. Father, we thank you for that because you're a miracle worker. God. There was a lady with an issue of blood 12 long years. Lord God, she touched the hem of your garment, Lord God, and she was made whole. And we thank you for the hem of your garment that's being blown by the north and the south and the east wind right now. We reach out and we touch it right now in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you. It was a man that was laid dead for three days, God. You spoke one word. Call his name. And Lord God, he got up and he walked again, Lord God, and lived. And Lord God, you're calling the name of us this morning. You're calling us and you're telling us to rise. And God, we thank you for it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you, Lord God, for that. And we praise you, Lord God. Oh, my soul is happy this morning because we realize who you are. You're a great God. You're greater than the trouble. You're greater than anything that has come our way, Lord God, to stumble us. And God, we thank you because you have already given us the victory. We thank you for the finished work of the cross. Oh, we thank you for what you done and what you're doing and what you're going to do in our lives. And Lord God, we come this morning. There are many things that are disturbing our spirits this morning. Father, there are many things that we turned on the news, Lord God, something that we don't like to look at all the time because of the tragedy and the lies that has been filtrated in our communities. But Father, we come. Lord God, is an epidemic of killing in our neighborhoods, our children and grandchildren, neighbors and in and, and our cities, Lord God, are being infiltrated with killings and children are destroying one another. But Father, we come and we stand in the gap, Lord God, for them. We pray, Lord God, that you will intervene and stick your hand of providence in our communities and change the hearts and the minds of people who think, Lord God, that, that life and death is in their hands. Lord God. Father, we just pray, Lord God, that you would turn it around, Lord God. Touch their hearts. Touch their mind, Lord God. Let that Bible verse that was taught to them, let that let that word that they saw, let that thing that they wear around their neck as a cross, Lord, become meaningful before that, Lord God, before them in Jesus' name. Father, we just pray, Lord God, that you will just deliver, Lord God. Oh, God, we pray for our schools. We pray, Lord God, for our places of education for our children, that they may be safe, that they can go in and get an education, Lord God, that they need. Oh, God, without being feeling valid and feeling like their life is that threatened to be destroyed. And Father, we just pray, Lord God. Oh, God, we pray for those who stand, who stand strong. And we thank you for the activists. And we thank you for those who, who have taken up the hymns and said, we will fight against it. And we thank you, Lord God, for strengthening them, giving them the knowledge, the wisdom, and the power, Lord God, to go forth, that the change may come in our communities. And Father, we pray for a supporting cast of those who will stand beside them. And Lord God, will rally behind them, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. It was Moses that brought the children, was the spokesperson that brought the children out of Israel. It was Joshua that took over the hymns of Moses and took them across the Jordan. And God has been histories and people, Lord God, has led people out of bondage. And God, we pray for those who are leading us out of bondages now. There's, there's advocates, advocates, activists for us, Lord God, and they're praying behind the scenes that are never being seen. But God, they're praying and they're fighting for 
us. And God, we thank you. We pray that strength in you, Lord. We pray, God, that you will continue to word their mouth and give them the understanding, Lord God, that they need, Lord God, to stand. You said that I will. You said that our anointing and you said our gifts will make room for us and bring us before great men. And we thank you for those who are going before the great men and then fighting for the cause of people, fighting for the cause of our seniors, fighting for the cause of those who can't fight it for themselves, fighting for the cause of those who need help and, and can't get help, Lord God. We thank you and we give your name the glory, Lord God. And Father, we just praise you, Lord God. Oh God, we just thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing, Lord God, in this nation and our cities, Lord God. We just pray, Lord God, for your innovation, uh, innovative power, Lord God, to strike the minds of people, Lord God. As the world says that they're getting worse, God, we said we're getting better. Oh God, we stand upon your word, and, and your word is true, Lord God. We depend upon you. We don't depend upon the word of man, but we depend upon the word of you, Lord God. And God, we just pray, Lord God for, Lord God, those who are dealing with COVID, Lord God, we just pray God for your hand, a miracle working hand to be upon them. Lord God, continue to shield those. Shield your people. Shield us from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet, Lord God. Your word said, yea, that we walk through the valley of the shadows of death, we shall fear no evil. As we walk through this valley a shadow of death, as COVID is all around us, as pneumonia is all around us, as, as flu is all around us, as cancer and all kinds of diseases all around us, Lord God. We walk with our head up in assurance that, God, that you have our back. And we thank you, Lord God. There is nothing, there is nothing too great for you. There is nothing that is too high for you that you couldn't cross, and there is nothing too wide that you can't get around. Oh, my God, there is nothing too low that you can't get under. you just God. Oh, you're omnipresent. You're here. You're there at the same time. And, and that's why we praise you. Can't nobody else say that. Can't no other God declare that. But you, 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 the author and the finisher of our faith, declare that all power is in your hand. Then you turn back and you look that man and say, look, man, if you serve me, I give you the keys to the kingdom. And God, we thank you. We thank you for the keys. And he said, whatever, we thank you because you told us whatever we speak and whatever we loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. And whatever we bind on earth shall be bind in heaven. Thank you for the power and the authority that you have given us as believers. And we thank you for it, and we glorify you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. As we are praying this morning, I just prayed in our prayer that God has given us the keys. He's given us the authority. He said, behold, I give you. That means everyone on this line, on this service this morning. He has given you the authority. And now we have come to the part of our prayer where we we, we say, we know we haven't mentioned everything that needs to be mentioned mentioned, not everything that's on your heart, things that touch you, things that's bothering you, things that you know you need to take to the Lord at this time. As, your, as God's people, as people of authority. Now, let's go to the God that we serve, to hear all of us at the same time. Let's talk to the Lord. Let's tell him all about our troubles. Let's talk to him. Let's, let's go to the Lord. Thank mm-hmm. you.
And Father, we just praise you. We just glorify you, Lord God. I pray for everyone that is dealing with uh, death, Lord God. I pray that you would strengthen them. We pray, Lord God, that you would just comfort them. Father, we, we as personally, Lord God, got to choose uh, two people that we was uh, lost two mothers this week, Lord God. And Father, we just pray their strength and and we pray, Lord God, that you will give the time and strength to be able to endure the time of memory and the time of, of reflecting. We pray, Lord God, your strength upon them. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. In Christ the Lord, for he alone is worthy, for he alone is worthy, for he alone is worthy, Christ the Amen and amen. Well, good morning, first virtual. Oh, my God. I've been saying that in my sleep. I ain't been able to say it in two weeks, three weeks, but God knows I'm saying it again. Good morning, first virtual. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to all of our visitors that have joined us today. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we are rejoicing, and we are glad. And so happy that you joined us this morning, and to all our visitors and friends this morning on the behalf of our pastor and first lady we'd like to welcome you to today's service i'm pretty sure you will be blessed and i hope you came expecting to receive from god i declare if you come expecting you will receive and we're just waiting here with our mixing bowls i know most of y'all mothers and pull them mixing bowls out between here and between thanksgiving and christmas you know the one that you put under your arm where you beat that butter and that sugar together before you put that flour in there to make them homemade cakes good god i'm i'm getting hungry i'm gonna go i think i'm gonna go to the kitchen now and get me a cup of coffee and a piece of cake praise the lord well, we thank God for all of you. Well, good morning, Brother Dennis. I ain't been able to say that. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Pastor Booth. It's uh, good to hear your voice again. Um, and I trust you uh, rested well for the past couple of weeks. And uh, thank you. Uh, yes, thank you as we prepare this week and prepare our minds for the celebration that we have before us. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's uh, a little uh, gloomy outside, but you know it doesn't matter. It's uh, it's a it's a Sunday. It's a Sunday where we get to get together and and, and rejoice and uh, and praise God, and that's that's a good thing. You know, uh, I know Mama Bell probably has a very inspirational hymn lined up today that uh, she's going to play us and. Uh, you know, we can sing along if we want, it's not out loud, but at least in our minds, right? Amen. Well, what a week this has been. This has been uh, truly a week that, uh, you know, I uh, I won't forget. 
it's one of, uh, you know, every day is an adventure when you live with the God, you know. He, he brings things forward and uh, puts things in, in, in light and perspective. And, uh, you know, we have to, I, I glean from that, I take from that, you know, whatever message God has for me uh, today, uh, I will uh, accept with uh, open arms and open heart and definitely with an open mind. Uh, sometimes he calls me to get on my knees and pray and, and ask for forgiveness, and uh, I, uh, <laughs> I definitely respect him for that. I also know that this past week he's uh, called me to my knees because of uh, I wasn't exactly 100% which I should be. And uh, we all run through these problems, and people, we, the main thing is that we recognize them and we know that uh, God still loves us and that he is there and he will take us uh, for what we are and who we are. You know, uh, the Bible is full of uh, instances where, uh, you know, his saints uh, fell short of, of what God expected of them, and, and yet he still used them and still caused them to, uh, you know, be blessed and to, to be, um, be a driving force in, in what we believe today. Anyway. The world is good, and, and, uh, and we have to remember that. Uh, you know, we, we live on this world, and we walk on this, in this world, and we um, uh, prepare uh, this world for, for what's coming up this, this Saturday. We, uh, and the Bible is full of good verses about what we should do. Uh, Brother Eric talked about uh, Elizabeth and, and uh and the baby that she was carrying. Well, even before, even before that was mentioned in Luke or talked about in the New Testament, it was also prophesied in the Old Testament. And if we look at uh, Malachi, okay, let me my uh, situated here in Malachi uh, chapter three, verse one is pretty pretty simple. Says, I will send my messenger, we, who will prepare the way before me. Then suddenly, the Lord you seek, are seeking, will come to his temple. The messenger of the covenant, who you desire, will come. Says the Lord Almighty. Uh, so, you know, there it is. Now, in a few short sentences, the messenger will prepare the way. So who's, you know, and, you know, John came prepared the way for Jesus. Uh, then then uh, suddenly there he is. There's the when you uh, come to see the messenger of the covenant. The covenant of what? The covenant of our salvation. There you go. Come on now. So we, we uh, you know, we have a lot to be thankful for. We have a lot to be thankful for. That God prepares the way, and He prepares our own way. He prepares us. Our our uh, our testimony is, is our preparation for our turning to the God, turning our our our, our life around, making that U turn, sort of speak, stopping doing the, the stupid stuff and start doing the right stuff. You know. Uh, the right stuff that God teaches us to do and wants us to do. And uh, most of all, 
not only in our own lives, but in the lives of people that we that we reach out and and touch. You know, there are many many opportunities to reach out to neighbors and friends and even maybe people you don't see all the time and let them know the good news, the good news about Jesus, you know, what Jesus has done for you, what God has done for you, how God has made your life so much better, how God has prepared your your mind and your heart and your, just your spirit, you know, to, to be the person that he wants us to be. And And this is the time of the year to do that. You know, prepare, prepare the way. Whether or not you bring those people to know who God is or who Jesus is, but you're preparing them. Talk to them. Don't be shy. Let them know that Jesus loves them, God loves them, and he always will. You know, uh, as Eric, well, those that I mentioned before, you know, every Saturday I talk to my brother, and yesterday we had a nice conversation. You know, he let me preach a little bit. That's always good, you know. So, uh, and, uh, you know, at the end, uh, you know, we we give our uh, goodbyes and see you next week and talk to you then. And, and uh, you know, we share, uh, you know, the things that he's preparing to do, the, the surprise he has for his wife for Christmas and, and the surprise I'm not doing for my wife because she already knows. So, you know, it's not a surprise anymore. But that's that's not, neither here nor there. The main thing is that, you know, Jesus was born in Bethlehem for us. And we have to be we have to be the messengers. The messengers for God. The messengers about the salvation. The messengers that let people know that they are loved, they are forgiven. And if we have to do it, you know, a day at a time, a sentence at a time let them see, you know, who Jesus is through you and see that, that there is forgiveness and there is hope and in the future and there always will be. You know, I have, uh, I want to share something. Uh, this past week, the tornado in, in uh, Kentucky, um, I had some friends, their uh, daughter and family were or it, their house was destroyed totally by the tornado. Mm-hmm. She has uh, three boys and was pregnant. Uh, her 10-year-old son directed the rescue workers to her, his siblings, his brothers, and to his mom and dad. He was, he was outside the house for some reason. Uh, they don't know how he got there. Boy had, a, had some injuries. But he was able to talk to the, the the first responders and tell them, hey, my brothers are in this room here. Well, in that area, then he directed them to where mom and dad was. Uh, and they all survived, but they're all still in the hospital and will be there for a while. But, you know, God has a way of working things. You know, he was he was there. He was there to, to provide uh, directions for those that, uh, that needed help. Uh, if he wouldn't have been outside the house, the, you know, who knows what would have happened to the rest of his family. But there's always a reason for things. And the reason that time was that he was there to, to provide uh, the directions for, the, for them to go. And because of that, his family survived. 
Well, that's what we're here to call to do. We're provided. We're here to provide directions for our neighbors and our loved ones. We need to direct them towards God, direct them towards Jesus, direct them towards eternal uh, salvation and eternal life. Amen? And so this, this year, when you sit around the table, just, you know, just look at the people there and just pray for them. Think about them. Make a, make a covenant with God as he made with us. Right? You know, be his messenger. Be his messenger. Let them know that Jesus loves them and that God loves them and that they are not just there for window dressing. We are here on this earth to have a relationship with Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. I was trying to get as perky as Booth was. He spent all that time under there with SpongeBob, and he just got so animated this morning. I won't, I, I won't up for that. I was, I was trying to stay a little bit sleep. <laughs> a little bit sleep. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to stay a little bit sleep. He was on fire. Yeah, he woke me up with all that. All that hallelujah! He woke me up and made me want to run. I don't want to run. I want to sleep. Yeah, yeah. getting yeah. us all up today. Yeah, that's what happened when you. That's what happened when one of us get to go on vacation and the rest of us got to slave at the factory. You know, <laughs> on fire. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I heard him out there screaming again. Uh-huh. Don't forget my two-week paid vacation. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I got don't it you, in. Don't you know ain't no vacations in the kingdom? <laughs> We the black church. We don't even pay the rats to do nothing around here. (laughs) Mama Belle, you're feeling better now, I can tell. You're laughing and giggly. Well, that's what I have to do. Have to do. Get giggly. Got my fingers. Got my fingers giggling and turning on, too. Well, you know. (laughs) While you make your way over there to the Piani 40... I would like to share something with you. Mama Bell, I have been uh, on a journey to collect uh, free books. They give away books and things around Christmas time. All the people like to throw away books and things. And uh, the Apple decided they want to throw away. They don't throw them away. They just give them away for, you know, free or a penny or something. And I just looked through that list. I was looking through the list last night, seeing what else is up there interesting. A lot of history books and 
things of that nature. But I came across some hymn books. And I've been looking at those since, you know, every now and again we decide to do a lyrical meditation. But I I found a book that has some things in there that might not mess you up because I can sure you don't know it because it ain't a song. And I would like to read one of those to you as you prepare to play. It says, Lord, how delightful it is to see a whole assembly worship thee. At once they sang, at once they prayed. They hear of heaven and learn the way. I've been there and still would go. Tis like the dawn of heavens below. Not all that careless sinners say shall tempt me to forget this day. Oh, right upon my memory. Lord, the truth and precepts of thy word that I may break thy laws no more but love thee better than before my dear Michael okay out here a lot this month. I don't know if you noticed it. I tried to hide it. 
Luke chapter 1. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to run around here. A little bit. But I want to focus on verse 38. Clause A. Mary is speaking here, and she said, See, I am the Lord's servant. See, I am. That was Mary speaking right there. See, I am the Lord's servant. I would like to focus this morning, if I can, just get your heart, mind, thought process, and all that good stuff together. Focus with me on the subject. I am Mary. Please recognize. I am Mary. Please recognize. Kind Father, we thank you for this opportunity to celebrate another Christmas together. We thank you, kind Father, because this is our community celebrates our second Christmas, walking into our third new year. We thank you, dear Father and friend, for this opportunity to hear another one of your cases. And ask that we, your spirits and jurors, can without shadow of a doubt hear what it is you are saying unto us. And all those in agreement with that prayer respond with a howdy. Amen. 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 I am Mary. Please recognize. I I like that statement because I... Uh, please forgive me for uh, resulting to drama. I don't like to pay attention much to drama, but every now and again, just like you, there's some pieces of the dramatic world that we cannot escape. Uh, I remember some time ago there was an altercation or confrontation, however you want to use or see it amongst one of the radio personalities and media same. There's an artist out there in these streets. Some of you probably do not know him because you may or may not participate in the uh, consumption of this type of music, and I do appreciate you if you do not. I appreciate you if you do as well. That being said, it's a gentleman by the name of him, please just hold your tongue when I mention his name because I know how some of you are going to react, but he's Birdman. Uh I already heard the reaction. I told you hold your tongue. See, you don't listen. 
Mr. Birdman had an altercation with one of the radio personalities over at uh, the Breakfast Club uh, called Charlemagne the God. I should have warned you about that, too, because I knew that was going to set you off. Nonetheless, these two got into a piece of business on the radio, which uh, caused Mr. Birdman to walk into Mr. Charlemagne's studio over there at the... uh, I want to say it's uh, Hot 105. It comes on in the morning. All of the young people know about it on their way to work and what have you. They listen to it. And uh, it comes on. It does its thing, piece of business, blah, blah, blah. And as I said, there's this, this confrontation. Mr. Birdman walked in, and he, he told Mr. Charlemagne and Angela Yee and DJ Envy, all that's the cast of that particular program, The Breakfast Club. He said, I would like for you to do one thing for me. I would like for you to put some respect on my name. And I thought about that as I was reading this text about Mary because in that one verse, Mary was telling you, she was telling the angel, put some respect on my name. I know who I am. It's very fascinating to to read as we've been paying attention to these biblical characters, particularly the ones around the Christmas. You can think about many characters in the Bible that God has went to. He's went to Moses, and when he walked up to Moses, and God told Moses what he was going to do. And Moses looked at him, and he said, I can't speak, I can't read, I can't write, I'm not educated, I don't fit in with the social circles, I can't do, I can't do, I can't do, I can't do. He went over to Abraham, and he talked to Abraham, and Abraham had his problems, and, and Sarah also had same. Sarah said, I'm too old, and, and I don't know what you're going to do with me, old woman. Talk about I'm going to have no cheering. Abraham didn't believe it. That's why he went over there and got with the servant, and that's why we got the problem between Israel and Iran. You know how that goes. We don't have to spend our time on that. The same happened with uh, my friend over in well, when you want to stick to that, let's go over there and talk about Elizabeth and Zachariah. We talked about them a few weeks ago, maybe days ago. I lose track. Same situation as Abraham and Sarah. As a matter of fact, Zachariah was so bad that the angel had to shut him up. We talked about that. I believe our subject was shut your mouth and something. I don't remember. You know. Countless times, Jeremiah said, I'm too young. Paul didn't believe that he could do anything because of what he had done to the Christians. It's a whole lot of people. But there's one person in the Bible, when you think about it, that goes up there and the angel coming there, she said, okay, yeah, I got this. That was Mary. Find it for me. I dare you. You won't find one time when Mary had an attitude. Mary did ask one question. One question. Mary said, how can I do this if I ain't got no man? Now, that's a very, very important statement, which also uh, fuels my appreciation of Mary, because Mary walked in, she asked the question of the angel there, because you have to understand, the Bible tells you I have not been sexual with the man. Now, most folks will look at the sexual and forget the rest of it. There's a lot more to that than just sex. 
You know that in this day and time, you don't need a man to have a baby. You just go down to one of them, them clinics, spread your legs, and let them shoot some stick in you and get you pregnant. I was watching a movie about that a couple of days ago. First lady have it on. She watched all these movies and things and stuff when she's cooking and things. The girl got shot up with the wrong. The doctor went in there, shot the wrong person up, and got her pregnant. I never did finish that movie. I probably should go back. I don't know why I started it because I can't tell you the ending. Point I was trying to make is we know at least in our day we don't need a man to have a baby. You can adopt. You can do it. It's always. But but Mary did not need to talk about the sex part. She needed to talk about the man. Because what Mary had to ask the question, she just had to make sure that she understood what was going on. Notice this was not like the others. She was just making sure she understood. I need you to know that. How am I to do this without a man? If you need more clarity of why Mary had to ask the question like this, you go further down into the first chapter around about 55, 60, somewhere over there. Just flip the page over. Elizabeth, after John was born, they were taking him into the temple to conduct the the duties and services that has to happen with babies. Zachariah was still a deaf mute. The priests and all the fine folks up there got ready to do what they need to do, and they came to the point of the service where they were ready to name the baby. The priest looked at him and was going to give the name of the baby, and Mary, uh, not Mary, excuse me, Elizabeth stopped her and said, no, this baby is to be named John. <clears throat> and the people were very astonished by that. They, they almost, they didn't almost, they did dismiss her. They call her stupid in some ways because they listen here. I understand that's what you want, but what you have to understand, we got customs, we got ideas, we got different protocols. Ain't nobody in your family named John. Why you you can't do this? And then they just they pushed her aside and went over and looked at Zachariah, as if to say we're not listening to her. She's not. Her words mean nothing. Zachariah, what do you have to say? Zachariah, as I said, is still a deaf mute. He picked up a pen or he asked for a tablet and a pen, and he wrote down his name is John. And the people were amazed. They were astonished. Number one, that this man had the mitigated gall to agree with his wife. You were not supposed to agree with your wife. You're supposed to tell your wife what to do. What's wrong with you, Zachariah? I ain't got time to deal with that today. But Mary, recognizing that, recognizing the times that she lived in, she had to ask that one question. How am I supposed to do it? And the angel said, God's going to take care of you. That's all I need to know. You tell me God's going to take care of it? That's all I need to know. And Mary went on about her business. And you never hear another bumbling word from Mary in the negatives. Now, before I move on, I have to go back to verse 1 of this chapter 
because it's a very interesting piece of business there as Dr. Luke begins to uh, expound upon his book. He says, listen, something you need to know about this before we get started. Everybody named Mama got an opinion. Everybody named Mama got thought. Everybody named Mama got ideas. Everybody named Mama think they know how this is supposed to go. But I need you to listen up. That being said, you get back to Mary, and regardless of what everybody in the text felt, Mary did not pay attention. Because as Dr. Luke just explained in verse 1, everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got an idea, and you can't pay attention. Ooh, I felt that one. To everybody's opinions and everybody's ideas. Sometimes you got to do like Mary and say, what's going to happen? You say, God got it. All right, that's all I need to know. <laughs> I felt that one. I feel like Booth now. I got that under the sea blessing. Uh-huh. So Mary is sitting here, and she's pondering over these issues, and the Scripture says that she pondered the words into her heart. But then Mary started to open her mouth. Mary started to say a few things. One of the bold statements that Mary made was fascinating to me. Mary said, listen here. The world will look upon me and call me blessed. Notice she looked past Egypt. She looked past Herod. She looked past the fact that she could be stoned. She hadn't even paid attention to how Joseph was going to respond. She went on to the future. She said, I'm going to be all right because of this. I'm going to be made because of this. God came down and he found me. He looked past the, the dignitaries. He looked past the pompous and pious, the sedate and sedity. He looked past the potentate. He came over here to the ghetto, one of these little apartments out here in Young's Park. Grandy Village, Calvert Square, Tidewater Gardens. He found a little place on the back side of Brooklyn, over there in the south side of Chicago. He found a little place over here on Death Row, out here in Compton. He found me in this little hole with the rats and the roaches crawling around under my kitchen table. And he said, that's the person I want. That's the one that I want. And he went in there and he told Mary, and as I say, I must reiterate, repetition is good sometimes. You didn't hear of the struggle that was ahead of Mary. All Mary saw was the blessing. It didn't matter that she had to give birth in a barn when her head rested upon a sheep. It didn't matter that she had to travel across the desert at night to protect her and her baby to make sure Herod didn't kill her. That didn't matter. 
It didn't matter that she was hiding out in Egypt. It didn't matter that she was even to be considered an outcast. There was a possibility that the people would look at her funny, talk her a whore and everything else that they could say because she was of the child without me. It didn't matter to me. Mary was a visionary. Mary looked down the street some 2,000 years. She sat there with her holy binoculars, and she said, listen, I might not be around to see it, but I'm a blessed child. And when you look at the Quran, when you look at the Orthodox Bible, the Torah, the Holy Bible, and various other texts, there's only two names that link all the major religions of the world together. Only two names that have the respect and even the same admiration. Only two. Jesus and his mother Mary. Fascinating to think about this. And then she went on and she said, you know something? I've got to do this. Mary, are you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I got to do this, though. But what about the fact that, that, that you got to give birth and, and that don't matter to me? It don't matter what I got to go through. It don't matter what I got to deal with. It don't matter that I might lose my house. It don't matter that I might lose my car. It don't matter that I might lose my health. It don't matter I might even lose my life. Because you know why? Because cities is going to be blessed because of me. Nations is going to be healed because of me. If I do this, my people will get their restoration. The prayers that grandmama has prayed, that mama has prayed, that big daddy and big uncle has prayed, the hopes and dreams of all that came before me and all that will follow, all of them will be blessed because of what I must do. Oh, I'm not conceited, Mary is saying. I'm humbled. I'm humbled by the opportunity to step into this position. And yes, I know there's hell on wheels of faith, but you see, you can't pay attention to that. You got to keep your eyes on the prize. I will look to the hills from which comes my help. My help cometh from the Lord. Mary said, he who keeps me, he will keep me in perfect peace. If I just keep my mind, stay on the mission. Seek ye first the mission. And he'll be my bodyguard. He'll be my hotel room. He'll be my hospital room. He'll be my epidural. He'll be my housewife and my maiden. All I got to do is seek ye first. The kingdom. And all that I need. 
is taken care of. Mary understood. Mary knew. Mary believed. And the thing that I say fascinates me above anybody else that you can study in the Bible, there are not too many names, there are not too many people that the Spirit went to the use that readily accepted. But Mary was one. Now, I would like to know, as I think here about Mary, I would like to know what it took to have this kind of faith, what it took to have this kind of emotion. How, Mary, can you be so happy with your life being flipped upside down? How can you smile knowing your sister, excuse me, cousin couldn't do it? She was walking around with a pity party. She started to smile once she realized that she was pregnant because now the people won't look at her funny. But you see, Mary was walking into the complete opposite. Mary was the golden child. She was on her way to her wedding. She was marching and preparing to meet her fast Joseph. Oh, society was ready. They were willing and able. Mary was the one. But God came down and flipped the switch. He made Elizabeth the one to be accepted and sent Mary on the run. How do you handle that, Mary, and not lose your smile? How do you not get on the phone and start fussing and cussing for 25 minutes for an hour? How? Can you still look to the future when your present is all but dark? Mary suffered. Elizabeth soared. Elizabeth had her baby in a quiet, secluded place. The scripture says, that Elizabeth was hidden away. I would like to argue since everybody had an opinion, I can have mine. Based upon the text, Elizabeth was hid away in her nice apartment in the sky with the best doctors, the best nurses, the best people to attend. TMZ couldn't get to Elizabeth. She wasn't going to appear on nightly news with David Nero. Lester Holt didn't know anything about it. 
Joe Scarborough or Tucker Carlson couldn't touch you. But Mary was running like Diana from the paparazzi. Elizabeth couldn't conceive it. Zachariah thought it was stupid. And they got blessed in the short term. But Mary and Joseph, oh, there's that name again. Brother Joseph, that's another one. He was so quiet, they wrote him right out the script. The writers got tired. He won't say nothing. Don't you know nobody want to talk about nobody ain't saying nothing? If you want to get the media off your back or anybody from bothering you, just stop talking. They'll leave you alone. Write you right out of history. Only the loudmouth get a spot on the front page. Joseph never said a word. Mary was excited. And all along, they were living in hell. Why is it? Because Mary understood one thing. You cannot sacrifice the eternal on the altar of the immediate. I can't give up the fact that I'm in a barn for the blessing that shall come down the road. Churches shall be named in my honor. People will rise. Women will get their blessings, their their healing, their, their understanding of life. Women will rise up because of me. I have to stay on course because the whole generation, generations and generations and generations to come are riding on me. like Simone Biles in the Olympics. The whole nation is standing and bated breath. It's like Tom Brady in the last play of the Super Bowl. It's like Aaron Rodgers all the way to the playoffs. Every Green Bay Packer is sitting there gritting their teeth. Every Buccaneer is holding on as if they got to pee because they're needing this win, and Mary knew that. And she held on. She held on. She held tight to her vision. She held tight to her purpose. I don't have much more to say on this because it's self-explanatory. All of you breathing. You're breathing because the generation needs you to breathe. Mama Bell, you play the piano because the generation needs you to play the piano. Bishop, you preach and pray because the generation needs you to preach and pray. Brother Dennis, you evangelize because the world would all go to hell if it wasn't for your wonderful sermons about how to come to court. But we all need it. And if you look past 
the immediate. If you don't sacrifice the immediate on the altar of the eternal, you can see that even if your eyes never see it, the works that your hands have done, you will know that the works you have done will speak for you. My friend Mary had confidence in herself. And just like Mary had confidence in herself, I can say, as I hope you will say, I am Eric. I am Dennis. I am Mama Bell. I am Bishop Booth. I am me. Recognize. Don't look at me funny because I say I want to start a business. I am me. Recognize. Don't look at me funny because I come to the piano blind. I am me. Recognize. Yes, I can't see, but I can still preach because I'm me. Recognize. I am me. I am somebody. The me I see is the me I'll be. I say it all the time and I believe it as I, I'm coming in, I promise. But where the lynch messed us up? He messed us up badly. We always look down on each other. Everybody comes in, and the first thing you do when you hear something is you think negative. I was talking about uh, Brother Jones, as I mentioned earlier, that he resigned from his post up in the state, and the calls came in about his resignation. And if I got 20 calls, I got 21. The first thing out of his mouth, everyone, well, you know, he, he, he was in trouble. He got out before the trouble hit. And I asked every last one of them, I said, why can't the man just say what he said and mean what he meant? Because that's not how it's played. No, it's something else to it. It's always bad. Why has the devil got us thinking everything in the world is always bad? That there just can't be no good in nothing. We've been messed up. Our minds have been warped that we cannot see good. We've never been able to see good. But Mary showed us the way. Mary gave us the blueprint. And I know some folks don't want to talk about Mary because they feel like that that's Catholic. 
That's another way to perpetuate a religious war. I understand. But I like Mary. And I don't have to be a Catholic to like her. I can be who I am and still respect Mary. Because Mary transcends religion. And oh, by the way, to my Catholic friends who want to hold true to Mary, you forgot she was a Jew. So you can't even lay claim to her, really, you say? Mary was for us all. It's for anything, the representation. And I know this may be hard for some of you to understand and even to grasp. And you'll say this because that's how we believe that in the church. God will use somebody else. That's fine. But I refuse to take away Mary's blessing because Jesus had to come through Mary, and Mary had to say yes. And because she did, you have salvation. Because she said yes, you have a redemptive power because she said, yes, you can do all things because Mary said, yes, because Mary had the confidence and the faith to say, I am Mary. Do what you will. Did I forget that part? Did I leave that part of the text out? I was so stuck on the fact that I am Mary that I forgot about that piece of business. Where is that at? Verse 38. May it happen to me. May it happen to me. Whatever's got to go, however this process, I don't even need to know what's coming. Just let it be. Because I'm Mary. And I'm going to be all right. I wonder if anybody else know they're going to be all right. I'm Elizabeth. I'm going to be all right. I'm Eric, I'm going to be all right. Can I ask you one question, just because I'm here, and it jogged my attention? You know, Mary was somewhere around 13 or 14 years old. Never hit me until just now. I know I said I was leaving, but according to the clock, I got about two minutes, so let me go. I got 2 to 25 I don't know why you're laughing at me Ain't no deacons gonna sit me down Mary is somewhere between 2, 12 and 13 Somewhere in there Where's her parents? Where's mom and daddy? How can, how can Mary have a dream and she can walk in her dream 
There is no mama to shut her down. There is no daddy to tell her she's not good enough. Or have they been so much dismissed that they didn't even care or it wasn't even relevant to the call? Where are her parents? I ask that question because sometimes I had to come to that point. Well, you have to realize that some of your parents are just deaf people. I know I've come to that realization. You can't even hear them. You got to move on with what God called you to do. Because if you took time to listen to them people with their negativity, and they want to control the narrative because they feel like they know more than you, and more importantly, they feel like they know more than God, you are never getting anywhere in life. I'll never be nothing if I listen to my mom. I'll never be nobody if I paid attention. I ain't even got to ask Daddy. I don't even know what he, well, I do, but that's another conversation. But I'll never be nothing if I paid attention to them. But because I had bought a fifth of Mary, I ain't got not 95% short, but I got here on a fifth. Anybody glad they got here on a fifth? A fifth of Mary. Her confidence. Through many dangers, tolls and snares, I have already come. Poor faith that brought me safe thus far. Grace. And that same grace, his grandmother comes to pray. It was grace that gave Mary the ability. It was grace that gave Mary the confidence. It was grace that gave Mary the endurance power. It was grace that gave Mary the stability. It was grace that gave Mary the mindset. It was grace that took Mary on a camel's back through the desert of Egypt. It was grace. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It was grace that laid her down in a barn to give birth to a baby with the stinking animals. It was grace that brought her safe thus far. Just like with Mary, that same grace will lead us all home. I am Mary. Y'all better recognize Mother Grandmama. And blessed is she that believeth, but there shall be a performance of those things which were told from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul to magnify the Lord. Most holy and all-wise Father, we thank you this morning for your word. We thank you, O God, because of who you are. And God, as we heard your word this morning, help us to receive that word. Help us to realize, God, all power is in your hand. Help us to realize, God, that you choose one for some things and somebody else for something else. 
but we must walk in the light of your word. Help us to realize, God, that your grace is sufficient, that if you tell us to do it, ask us to do it, we can do it, because all things is possible with you. Help us to realize, God, that we need you. We need you to keep us, God. We're willing to do, but God, you know we are weak, but we ask you to make us strong. We're asking you, dear God, this morning to help us to realize that all power is in your hand. And you love us so much, God. You know what you want us to do in this dark days. You call us in these days to stand tall, cry loud, and spare not. You call us in these days, O oh God, to be a shining light in this dark world. You call us, O oh God, to bless your holy name. Don't take down, don't get weary, don't get fretful. Don't fear, but help us to stand tall, be strong. You say, be of good courage, and I will strengthen your heart. You promise us, O oh God, that we couldn't be a mirror. The same faith, the same ability that you gave her, you've given it to us to help us to walk in the light of your word. We thank you for your word today, God. We thank you, God. We thank you. And we praise your mighty name. Help us, O oh God, to look to you for whence cometh our health and strength. Help us, O oh God, to stay focused on you knowing that all power, all power is in your hand. And you call us and you will sustain us. We thank you this morning. We praise you this morning, God. We magnify your holy and righteous name. Help us, oh God. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, we say thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the example that you set before us because you said everything was written for our faith for our confidence, for our trust. You put it here so we will know that we can do it. We can't do it if we put our trust in you. Help us this morning, God. We just thank you, Lord. Thank you. We praise you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, I thank you. I thank you this morning. Praise your holy and righteous name. Oh, God, have a great day. Merry, merry, merry Christmas to everyone. Hallelujah. We go along this way. Let them know. The reason for the season is because of Christ that came through. And Mary set us out before us. Hallelujah. <laughs>